Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the Daily Energy Newsbeat stand-up here on this gorgeous Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas. Back from sabbatical, you know, I kid only when I say I was interviewing for a natural gas analyst position at Goldman Sachs. I actually made it all the way up to seeing David Solomon. He asked me one question, Buller Bear. I said, hit that gravy train, baby, bullish on natural gas. So I'm awaiting an offer. We'll see. Considering the prices we're at, the offer will be stingy. As I mentioned, I only kid, but I'm glad to be back and looking forward to it. As always, I am joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com, Stuart Turley. I appreciate you hanging the, uh, holding the fort down for me. Um, How are you doing today? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat because uh, that's what I felt like. I missed you. I was kind of you, know, like, you beat me on downloads, though, I'll be honest. I looked at the stats this morning. You beat me on downloads. A little depressing. So I know I have to step my game up. Um, but by uh, based upon the articles we got today, guys, we have a great show lined up. Stu's got some great ones. First, we're going to go over to China and talk about how they're accelerating the construction of coal-fired power plants. Is net zero a possibility? Interesting question. And then we're going to talk about four key takeaways from the World Economic Forum in 2023, specifically Stu's panel that he was on. He'll have some great insights into some of the stuff that went on there. Then we'll go over to Africa and talk about how why it may save Europe from an energy perspective. Um, we'll also talk about silver copper prices that are on the rise amid supply shortages. And we'll cover natural gas and crude oil prices in finance. Natural gas actually popped a little bit today uh, based off some new weather demand numbers, oil around 8160. So we'll cover that high peak energy does a press release announcing they're going to try to sell themselves. That's a swag move right there. Um, We'll cover what that means for the market and a bag of chips, guys. But first, check us out online, world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com. Check us out, dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your energy news. Our dashboard, which is at dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, is the best place to kind of combine all of that. I'll be honest, didn't work on it much this weekend. We will get back at it. On the development cycle, we actually have a release this Friday, so it will be fun to see all the new updates. Again, energynewsbeat.com, dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. Enough of the pleasantries, though, Stu. Where do you want to begin? Why don't we start with my favorite country here, China? The article's China to accelerate the construction of coal fire plants is net zero a possibility. This article is pretty funny when they had a picture of uh, Greta and she looked like she was having a cow. I'm not sure which, but it says solar and wind will see massive growth capacity this year with solar power expected to add a huge 100 gigawatts of capacity and wind another 65. However, China's generation capacity from renewables is supposed to jump above the 50 percent. 
But here's the problem with the coal. Coal's coming down to 70 gigawatts of coal-fired power generation. So we're sitting over here going, oh, there's a lot of this. They've already got that much in coal, and they're basically double what they got. Unbelievable. That's a lot of coal. Yeah, I mean, it says down here, China produced a record amount of coal last year, although output ended the year with a decline um, amid its latest certain COVID infections. Total Chinese coal output for the year reached 4.49 billion tons, which is a 9% increase compared to 2021. And that's according to their official website. So they're back on coal. It is interesting that they are adding more renewables on that, which I mean, great. I think that's awesome. It's just, it is funny. You're seeing that incoming coal's not clean, trust me. And if it's, if it's not, it's not clean in China. We know that for a fact. No, and but if the new uh, coal, uh, I was talking to uh, some folks, and the new coal plants built in the United States are because of the new alloys in the coal that allow the coal uh, fire to get heated more with less coal. So the ones in the new ones in the U.S. and that technology are not being deployed in in China. Wow. Yeah. No. It's uh. Okay. It's, it's definitely interesting. When I was over in Davos, as you allege, you know, I thought it was pretty funny when, you know, Brian Salter was on there and they asked for him and I had to, you know, like I turned it down and they picked up Brian Salter, you know, from CNN. <sighs> so that's, you know, that's a new low point getting chosen, getting replaced by Brian Stelter. Oof. I turned it down and he's, he picked it up, dude. So yeah, anyway, okay, four key takeaways from this at the World Economic Forum. What a bunch of chowderheads. I'm going to leave it at that. Breaking the reliance on oil and gas. That should tell you everything you need to know from there down on the rest of it. The world is to limit warming 1.5 degrees, but that goes back to our other comment in our article we just read. They can't do it. What? Time out. Time out. There's there's a quote in here that's unbelievable. We got to break this down, okay? So Breaking a reliance on oil and gas. Get this, Stu. Second pair or third paragraph down. The former CEO of iron ore producer Forkus Metals Group, Elizabeth wow. Gay, Elizabeth told Gay. Reuters Global Market Forum in Davos that this is a legitimate quote, people. I'm not making this up. Quote, ultimately, renewable energy will probably outscale our iron ore business significantly and will play a very big part of our overall earnings in the future. Okay. Okay. What? You're going to be selling more iron in order to produce all of these things. So your business is going to boom, lady, because of renewable. Your right. business, we're going to need more iron. It's not but all of a sudden you're paragraph. going to become obsolete. So she correctly points this out. I should have maybe read a little bit farther, but it's just these people have no grasp about what's going on with this. How much minerals we're going to need, how much mining we're going to need. Oh, my goodness. Okay. When I did my interview right here with Clean Energy Crisis with Don Deers, he has some really, let me give you some stats right here just for the U.S., in order to meet it by 202050, the average number of windmill, new windmill is 995 
thousand new windmills that they need. The maximum number the U.S. has ever built is five thousand eight hundred and sixty. So put them they, in your backyard. We're oh, putting yes. them in your backyard. In order to hit that number, they have we have to build thirty five thousand five hundred and forty windmills every year, and we've only built five thousand in a year. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. So here's these other ones in here, Stu. We've got India accelerates EV plans. I mean, this is great. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about what the Indian government has done at trying to secure the lowest cost energy for their people. So I may not necessarily agree with this, but they've got a few, they've got a few check marks in my book. So I'm good. Oh, they do, but uh there is no capacity for EV growth in India. I, I just gotta say that right now. Love it. They're doing it great, but they, they're trying to get power to the people, and they just passed India as the most populous country in the world. I mean, they just passed China. Oops. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I don't necessarily think no. all of a sudden, I don't believe the quote of, you know, what does it say here? You know, Anish Shah told CNBC that the a CEO of automotive manufacturer Mahindra Group said, he expects EV production to account for a quarter of its car sales within the next five years, up from just 1% today. That's that's big growth. That's a lot of growth. It is. Um, I wonder if he, is that company only making four EVs a year? How many are they making? Yeah, exactly. It's up from one to five. So <laughs> we got next, we got, what is it? Green hydrogen push? Ooh, what's that? Oh, I already shut it down. I thought we were done. So, you know, Davos is a joke. Honestly, they all did a uh, sing around. And did you see that video of that lady singing? Oh my oh, I goodness! Did. I saw people. I, I I mean, I saw a little. I'll admit, I saw oh, a little bit of it. It was unbelievable. Okay, quick. Here I am for the podcast listeners. I'm holding my hands up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Sandy, you got to do that dog. again. Give me that one more time. Oh, oh, oh. Sandy, your dog does it better than that poor woman. I mean, she was shot in the foot. She had been hunting with uh, Dick Cheney, and then she gave they gave her a mic. I mean, she pulled. She oh, she's in. Dick, we need to get Dick Cheney hunting party T-shirts printed immediately. We have so many things, but all right. What stories next? What do we got? Uh, next one: African energy may save Europe. I really like this article, but there's two things. African energy may save Europe. I'm going to go ahead and go down to the lower part of the paragraph here. We can't get a pipeline built in the United States. Nord Stream 2 and 1 were blown up. But in this article, they're talking about building a pipeline from Nigeria through Niger, through Algeria, up through Morocco to Spain, across the uh, Strait of Gibraltar, and then over through Libya and up past the Leviathan field that has just got lots of gas up there. What are they smoking? I don't know. Holy smoked Batman. Look at this thing. I'm looking at it. It's an insane. It's again, I, people, I'd recommend going on energynewsbeat.com. Hit the description below. You can find all of the links there. You'll see the pipeline yes. network. I and mean, it's, it it's crowning you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. What do you think there's going to be? I mean, what, what do you think there's going to be corruption that's going to happen? I mean, what do you think? You yeah, think it's going to go under? You think it's going to go over budget? 
What? I think what we ought to do is put President Biden in, in charge of this. He has done so it's a great job with this. Let's just put President Biden in charge of this holy cow Batman pipe, pipeline. What do you think? Hunter Biden's on the board. Hunter Biden's on the board. Nice. Okay, I think this one's going to make the comedy real. I mean, it's planned. It'll be very interesting to see if it it goes through, what is it, the Nigel gas pipeline? But I think the overall sentiment of the article, as much as we joke, is is true. Africa does hold what could be the, the energy future from a natural gas perspective that Europe could tap into to take its reliance off Russia, which is, I think, the overall point. Regardless of whether or not whether or not we, we we think this gas pipeline is possible. Okay, here's what I really don't like about some of this, and that is taking advantage of Africa. We need to provide them uh, and don't give them uh, buy it off market rates, pay top dollar for that gas, and let's help the African people get as much low cost energy. Don't force renewables on them. Let's let them have their own natural gas. Sorry. Absolutely. I'm getting off my high horse there. I, I don't like taking advantage of Africa like everybody else. This next one, silver, copper prices on the rise amid supply shortages. Which would you rather buy, Michael? Gold or silver? Uh, Silver. Ah, No, take it back, gold. (laughs) Cool. Why is silver climbing? Analysts attribute low silver supplies and its tendency to outperform gold in high inflation. Uh, no, I'll take I disagree, silver. though. I just I find I disagree. And it's only because that. gold is just seen as I just I, I but we well, we don't want to get off topic here. I, I would agree with you because the gold standard is coming back. There's yes. about six countries that are lining up to re-go to gold. So I agree with you. Gold is there. What do you think about copper coming around the corner? Well, I think copper, I, I think copper is going to become more and more valuable on your interview because a recent Goldman Sachs commentary was right here in paragraph two under copper price. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, of, of course, of, of, of course they think uh, they, they, they think it's state, you know, I mean, if, if you look at well, what's <laughs> copper trading at right now, I've got copper up here. I mean, copper's 10 bucks right now. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the futures contract. Excuse me. Yeah. It says 442 and then 554. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're trading at uh, 450 right now. Okay, so I mean, You're on an fired. overall level, copper is copper is a very volatile commodity because it's used heavily in industry. Gold yeah. is, but not a lot of gold relative to the amount of gold stockpiles we have. So there's a very the supply only increases by one two percent maximum a year. So it's very stable supply. Yes, a little bit gets drawn into industry, but not much. Comparative to copper, which goes through huge swings, peaks, valleys of supply demand. So really, when you're talking about where copper prices are going, where are we on sort of the supply demand swing of copper? And, you know, if you're looking at according to this article, we're definitely on the... uh, trending into a little bit more of the bull side, you know, and a lot of this has to come with the availability. I mean, mining projects take years and years in advance to plan. And, you know, a lot of this copper news can also be sentiment driven, much like oil and gas prices. Oh, new copper mine out of Argentina. Boom. Things like that. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come out and say I'm a copper expert. We did as when I was getting my graduate degree, we traded, I was on the, the trading team. 
and it was the commodities trading team. And nice. we ate, we got taken to the cleaners and everything, but we <laughs> killed it trading copper. We killed it trading copper. It was our most profitable commodity, mainly because it was just, we were just in a supply crunch. And so we had some futures contracts that took off. But as you dug in more, it's all about just where that overall sent. I mean, it's really trades exactly, I mean, as all commodities do, trade off the supply and demand, but the, the, it's so far reaching out with you know what you're looking at, uh, forecasts out of different mines. Oh, they had to update the mine plan and now years three to five are going to be the more lucrative parts of the mine versus you know five to seven. So it's all hairy. So um, that's, that's where I'm at with copper. Yeah, the story yesterday came out. Peru uh, has their biggest uh, copper mine that has a some serious problems and some I don't they're not Antifa but they uh, burned down a couple of the housing uh, areas there and the article yesterday said that it would cost the company billions it's I mean it's a big uh, halting thing in the whole copper price the yeah. the whole Peru mines being shut down Oops. Oh, crazy so okay I think that's it for me dude yeah, we'll uh we'll cover finance quickly. Only a couple things mainly on oil prices currently trading 8164 new numbers out of China push uh push, you know, really our third bullish trading day in a row. Um as I mentioned, there's some some China data coming out. Um let me pull up the exact um Quote here, data shows a solid pickup in travel in China, um, according to ANZ commodity analysts, pointing out that road traffic congestion in the country's 15 key cities so far this month is up 22% from a year ago. So some positive sentiment going around um, what's happening in um, in China. And so I think that's mainly air the travel? cause for the- Was that air travel, Michael? Yes. I know road traffic congestion. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Uh, that's in the country's D15 cities. So I, I think that's a lot of what you're seeing taking this um in the bullish direction. On natural gas side, mainly what we're, you know, mainly what we're looking at is a pop today. We're trade currently trading about three dollars and forty-two cents. Time stands about six thirty-six um here on the twenty-third, uh, the night before. Um, we're up about Overall, we are up about six six percentage points. So really good considering we are trading just below three dollars and twenty-two cents. You know, new weather forecasts rolling in on top of um that, that seem to be more cold. On top of that, we are uh Freeport seems to be getting closer to coming back online. That momentum, I think, really pulled it up today. Um, we also are looking for the EIA storage report. Um, you know, last year we had a big draw, or excuse me, a, a big draw. This year we'll probably have somewhere between 67 to 87, where as I mentioned, Stu, last year, 217 draws. So, you know, we're we're just not consuming we're not consuming as much natural gas as people thought. So that's again really lagging on prices and 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 all of that. I think the other interesting thing that we, we should cover is High Peak Energy. This is a company that has, I love it, Stu, announced via a press release that they are going to attempt to sell themselves. It's it's a swag move. It's like announcing that you're, it's like putting out a press release. Uh, the analogy is tough, but basically they're selling. It's, it's, you know, the they announced it. I'll read you the quote. They've initiated a process to evaluate strategic alternatives to maximize shareholder value, including a potential sale of the company. You know what that's code for? They're definitely trying to sell the company. Um, you know, they're not, they're not like going to restructure. They're not going to like sell a port. No, they're selling the whole kit and caboodle. What's that worth? Well, um, it's probably worth a couple. It's at least worth a couple billion. So give you an idea, guys. They've, they're in Eastern Howard County of Midland Basin. They've got 
you know, billion between friends, Michael. Yep. I mean, here's what they've got. Let me see. They're they've got you know running four rigs. They're 110,000 acres. They think they can get up to 75,000 BOE per day for 2024 production. They're cash flow positive, quote unquote, second half of the year. You know, they've got 2,500 locations, including 130 or excuse me, 1,300 primary locations. And for all of that, for all of that sizzle and spice, which is all nice press release, you the three billion, please. Wow. So I still have line three, what's a couple billion between friends? Hey, uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Paras. It, we're filming this at 6.39 on uh, Monday night. And I just got a flash across my thing that he's responding to another email. So uh, shout out to our buddy Paras. Love me some Paras. Appreciate you tuning in, man. Let's, uh, but um, back to High Peak. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, again, they're, 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 they're in the Midland Basin. If, 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 if anyone is going to be able to get a premium and swoop them up, they've got some good back. I don't necessarily disagree with what they're saying. I mean, do I believe it's going to be three billion? Maybe, maybe. Um, and this is where, you know, uh, we'll have to do a little bit more research. Um, maybe, you know, give me a couple of days. I'll come back with some numbers, but I would be hard pressed to find three billion for locations. I'll tell you that much. Three billion for locations is a lot. A lot. Why, Stu, you got anything else for the show? I don't know. Uh, I'm good. It was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Thank you very much, Michael. Yeah, no worries, guys. So uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. With that, we'll let you get out of here and get back to work. Um, thanks for checking us out. For Stuart Turley and Michael Tanner, see you tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.